I'm getting white girl wasted today. <laughs> I'm using y'all to waste a little bit of time because, like, I got to wait for my film to get finished, broken down by Hull Assist, so I can't make up a game plan. But yeah, I, I wish I could uh, make as much mistakes as Huddle Assist does and still make money. Well, I mean, I don't need it for, like, that. I just need to, like, I need them to tag my inbounds, the baseline out-of-bounds plays. Like, that's all. Okay. Because in all, yeah, in all honesty, like, I don't, like, rely on their stats, like, at all. I rely well, on – Well, not even goals. stats, just, like, properly labeling plays is not consistent. Like, you'll send oh, that – Maybe not. I, I heard that it's bad for football. For us, it's not too bad. Now, it, uh, it gets us started, but it's just going back and figuring out which mistakes that they made – you know. Okay, yeah, no, that junk can't I know that's gotta be frustrating. I don't I see I don't do that. Like I just get it to get my um my kids stuff down and then like once I know what that is, then I can uh use that to start making my game plan. Like tomorrow this team that we're gonna play, they're biggest fuck, but they don't do shit on offense but, like, the same old play every single time. Like, legit, if I had this team in 3A, we would win every game because they got, like, they got six bona fide hoopers. Like, their starting lineup is 5'8", 6'3", 6'4", 6'4", 6'5". Like, they're huge. I'm talking about as shit. My starting lineup? It's what five foot eight, six two, six two, six five, and then six seven. But them niggas is big, bro. Like them some Aww. big ass boy. Them some big <laughs> boys, bro. Aww. All right. Bro. All right. So that was a a little bit of a insight into the workings of the future seven A basketball. Champion, Alabama. Now we'll get to another sport. We'll get started here. Oh, hey, I can't wait. Hey, we, we need to bring up Notre Dame first because somebody was super pissy last night when the night before that with me telling him that Notre Dame was going to get in. He was super butthurt, but I digress. Let, let, let's let's get started. Let's get get started here. Welcome in to Georgia Bama Coaches. Very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Our, our holiday seasonal episode here. Uh, so the one and only thing that we're going to discuss today is the final college football playoff rankings. For those of you that know, Alabama was number one. Not shocking. Clemson was number two after a surprising surprising i say that very facetiously blow in against the number two the original number two notre dame followed by number three ohio state and oh somehow notre dame still got into the playoffs at number they deserve to get into the playoff they deserve to get into the playoff do not do notre dame like that they deserve it they deserve it so uh, I'm going to give each one of you about five 
your initial reactions to uh, the rankings, your thoughts, where things are going to go, and then uh, we'll go from there. Lamar, you can go ahead and get started for us. I know what Solo wants to say. <laughs> um, okay, so I've, I've been an advocate of putting other people into the playoffs besides Notre Dame um, this entire year. I'm standing by it. It's not that I don't think Notre Dame is better than the teams or some of the teams beneath them. It's more so of the fact that we've seen Notre Dame versus Alabama. We've seen Notre Dame versus Clemson. You've seen Notre Dame versus just about anybody in big games. And outside of their one win this year um, against a Trevor Lawrence-less Clemson team, they've kind of dropped the ball, especially in big moments. Um, is it my fault that I don't want to see them in the playoffs drop the ball again? Like Alabama opened as a 20-point favorite in a college football playoff. At some point, you've got to look at it and be like, okay, we've seen this already. We know how it's going to go. Um, let's try something different. If any year to try something different is this year because all hell broke loose in college football um, in the world and just everything, you know, going on. So this year, throw Cincinnati in. Just see how it goes. If you want to throw Texas A&M in there. Cool. See how it goes. I don't really care. Just throw somebody else in. My my biggest, um, I guess, grounds for leaving Notre Dame out of it is that if you're in your the biggest game of the year and you lose the biggest game of the year, where's the the penalty for it? So what you're saying to me with Notre Dame or with any other team that was in that's in that position is that it doesn't matter if I win or lose that game, I'm automatically in. And there's no punishment for losing the biggest game, you know, of the season. It is what it is. Notre Dame got in. I'm not surprised. It's not like something shocker. I don't predict Cincinnati to go in, but I would like to see it. I still want to see it. Okay. All right. Go ahead, sir. What my co-host fails to understand is that not only were the playoff predictions predictable, okay, all but three teams, I mean, all but one team deserves to be in the playoff right now, and that is not Notre Dame, okay? That is Ohio State. Ohio State has no business after beating Northwestern, who cannot give out an athletic scholarship, by 12. They look terrible. They Justin Fields looks like an old, he looks like an overrated quarterback. Can't complete long throws, can't complete intermediate throws. Like, I don't know what else to say. Like, who would they you are put the, in? Over my my oh. personal, my my four, I think that should have made it. <laughs> Okay, my dogs obviously disagree with me because <laughs> they can read my mind. Hey, cut that out. There's nobody at the door, okay? In my honest opinion, though, the first four 
the four that should have made it, obviously Alabama and Clemson. I believe Notre Dame did enough to get in based on their resume. And then the fourth spot would have been a toss-up between Clemson, Cincinnati and uh, Cincinnati and Texas A&M. Uh, just because, like, Cincinnati had an undefeated record. They did bring, beat one ranked team, although their strength of schedule was 7-7. Texas A&M did a very good job after they got throttled by Alabama. But once again, yes, they beat – they had a seven uh, seven straight wins and they had seven straight SEC wins. But the SEC opponents that they played were not that good, okay? So that's why my heart goes out to Cincinnati a little bit more over Texas A&M. Plus, I didn't want to see Alabama play – uh, Texas A&M all over again just for them to beat their ass all over again. Nothing was going to change. Um, I think Morris's biggest hole in his logic about Notre Dame is that he likes to say that they lost the biggest game of the season. Okay, here's what he fails to recognize and understand. You cannot be an advocate for Texas A&M and they didn't even get to their conference championship and yet don't want to see Notre Dame go in and they made it to their conference championship. Notre Dame, when they played a top AP3 opponent this year, they won. Regardless of who wasn't there, they still won. Okay. Texas, when they played a top three opponent, they lost. Texas AM, when they played, they lost. It is what it is. And they it wasn't a close deserve, game either. So they're not. And it was not a close game. The same. Right. I mean, Texas AM lost by 28. And Clemson just beat Notre Dame by 24. Another thing that I like to bring up that I brought up to Lamores the other day was the fact of being more prepared. Okay. So you go out and you play against Clemson the first time. Clemson saw everything that Notre Dame had to offer. Okay. Ian Book was healthy. The defensive line was healthy. The wide receivers were healthy. Defense were healthy. Okay. They went out there and had a a pretty bad game plan to contain Ian Book, to let him come out of the pocket, make downfield throws, and to basically create from outside the pocket. Uh, that second game, playing them in the ACC tournament, gave Clemson a chance to adjust. As much as of a dynamic player, Trevor Lawrence is. He does not play defense. He does not. So you cannot tell me that Trevor Lawrence makes a huge difference in the first game when the backup through for 414 yards and five touchdowns. You can't tell me that, that he makes that much of a difference. Those are Trevor Lawrence numbers. The defense had a terrible showing against Notre Dame the first time. They were able to put in adjustments. They kept Ian Book in the pocket for the entire game, which forced him to become a pocket quarterback, which he is not, and they exposed him, okay? But I don't think that that happens if they don't see each other again. I think that the first matchup, was the best matchup, okay? Everybody was on even footing with one missing a quarterback, I understand. You can't punish a team for beating number one at the time. Can't punish them for beating number one and then losing again to the same team. Okay, they cancel each other out. Notre Dame deserves to be there, but Ohio State by, by far deserves to be ranked in the top 25, but not in the top four. Well put. Um... I'm going to go actually on a limb here. Um, we said before that this is a year for a BCS championship, not a college football playoff championship. I'm going to go a step further and say 
this is just a vote for the clear number one team in the country. Because with how bad Clemson beat Notre Dame on Saturday, I didn't see a team there that could hang with Alabama anyways. Let's be honest. That first quarter, Notre Dame went up and down the field on Clemson. They did not score. A better team, Alabama, would score. And all of a sudden, instead of being down 3 nothing after three bad drives, you're down 21 to nothing. Very nice. So I don't, I, I don't see Clemson being worthy. Ohio State, we, yes, we know, is not worthy. And obviously Notre Dame isn't worthy. Only one clear-cut team this year is, is, is good. Let's just be, let's be real with that. But with that being said, I want to discuss, now this has told us everything we need to know about the college football playoff committee. Yeah. We know that they will, we know now that they will never recognize a power five team, regardless of how good they are. Regardless, I'm not even saying that Cincinnati's good. They're, but they're an undefeated team, and you, you drop them every single week in the rankings. If you're going to do that anyways, why'd you bother having them so high when you in the first rankings if you drop exactly. them each week? So clearly you have no respect for them, valid or invalid. It's just the reality. We knew that they were not going to let in Oklahoma because they've set the precedent that if you're a two-loss team, regardless of whether you're a conference champion or not, facts, reality, we knew this. Uh, as far as Texas A&M, we've already seen that game this year because we couldn't we couldn't have A&M jump all the way to three. That we couldn't right. give them that. And then to, to let them sneak in ahead of an Ohio State, perhaps, you'd see Alabama playing A&M, a rematch, and Notre Dame playing Clemson, a rematch. rematch. Nobody wants that. We had that conversation earlier. We've had this conversation multiple times. Nobody wants that. We saw that with Alabama and LSU a couple of years ago in the most defensive game ever. Uh, they drew uh, they drew a 50-yard line in front of the bus, and LSU couldn't leave the, the parking lot for a couple hours on that one. But uh, – and then, you know, any other, you know, rearranging that you have there, you're not going to – it's it's – somebody's rematching somebody else. Um, but also, uh, to Lamoris, your point of going back to Notre Dame's history, which I agree with you. Yeah, they get blown out in every big game situation. You're right, 100% right. But the committee has made it clear that they're not worried about what happens last year. They're talking about who's the best four teams this year. Regardless of but they're not the well, and to help out Lamoris on this one, because I know this is what he's going to say. Like the best four teams are not in the playoff right now. Two of the best That's are in the playoff, but the best That's four are not in the playoff. I'm like I'm if you want to go there, rhetoric. I'm not saying that they are the best right. one of the best four teams. I'm saying their rhetoric is these are the best four teams, and they believe that a two-loss team or a three-loss team cannot be one of the best teams. Uh, let's be. Let's just be real. And which say is which is complete fallacy. When right. there's a nine and seven Giants Super Bowl champion that squeaked into the playoffs, you know, a couple of years back. 
So we we can't use that as a logic, but like then again, we we're we're slaves to a fourteen playoff. No, we're we're slaves to money, bro. Like, yeah. I, and I hate that. I know everybody says that. I probably talk about this too much, but you know, Cincinnati's not going to bring the market that Notre Dame brings. The damage no. are not going to bring the market that Ohio State brings. So that's exactly why, like, you know, in my personal opinion, it should have been Alabama, Clemson, and then it should have been Coastal and Cincinnati. If we're being completely honest, that's just me. Because Coastal went 11 and 0, they won their conference, okay? Bar none. They, they destroyed everybody in the Sun Belt that they played. Cincinnati destroyed everybody in Conference USA or Conference America, excuse me. Like they, they won their conference. Nobody else out there won their conference. So I think you should have won Clemson 1 2, Cincinnati 3, Coastal 4. And yes, those teams get destroyed. I get that. But at the end of the day, like at least it's fair like Notre Dame has no business being there if you follow that criteria because yes I will agree with Lamorce at that point they got beat in the ACC title game and they shouldn't be rewarded for that but if you're talking about not not uh noticing or taking into consideration other people outside of the power five and we're just looking in the power five for the first four then yes in the power five Notre Dame is one of the top four teams in the power five right now they no, just yeah, yes by default, yeah. By, def- by default, they we don't are. Have, we don't have when, four great teams this year. We don't. We've got. You don't. Great when you teams, when you say two good teams and a lot of mediocre teams. When you say Notre Dame is one of the best in the Power Five right now, I still think that's that's close to call, in the sense of I think Florida nine times out of or I would say seven times out of ten would don't probably use be. Florida. But that's like that. Florida, Florida screwed themselves over. You can't lose. Well, I'm I'm just I'm talking strictly. I'm strictly talking off of the best teams. I'm not talking about most deserving right now. If we're just talking about who who could beat who on the field right now, I think Florida could beat Notre Dame. Is that I think is that ludicrous? The only reason why the only reason why I disagree because here's this: Florida can score the ball. Florida can't stop the ball. And Notre Dame can score at a decent tempo. So here's how I think the game goes five times out of ten. Here's how I think it goes. You go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Whoever gets the ball, if Notre Dame gets the ball down by a touchdown with five minutes left on the clock, they run, run, pass, run, run, pass, run, 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 score the touchdown. They leave Florida with about 30 seconds left on the clock, and Notre Dame's defense is good enough to hold them off, right? That's honestly what I think happens because Florida's defense isn't better than Notre Dame's defense. That's the only reason why. The only team that I think is better outside of the two obvious than Notre Dame right now is Texas A&M. That's why I say Texas A&M should have been three and Notre Dame should have been four. Like they are the, they are the four best teams in the power five right now. They're the, they, they are from everything that they've had to endure from the number of games won, those four teams are the best teams in the Power Five, and you just can't convince me otherwise. Like, as much as I, I physically can't stand Notre Dame, I, I really can't, because I think that they get a pass on literally everything. Right now, they are playing really good football, and it's like, you, you can't be biased and say, oh, uh, well, they get a pass. It's not last year, like JT said, it's this year, and this year they perform. They have. Solo, they perform. So, solo, I, I hate to 
like nitpick about Notre Dame because they're good. I feel like you're giving them way too much credit compared comparative to other teams. So you're yeah, saying that Notre thing, Dame outside of Florida, outside of Florida and I mean Florida and Texas and them, who is a better football team than I think Georgia with JT Daniels oh at QB God, bro. can give them a run no. for their can give them a run for their money because of Georgia's defense can keep them in the game. As long as Georgia can score, I think they could keep them in the game with, with Notre Dame. Notre Dame's offense, yes, it's good, but it's good against trash teams. And then they had the one outlier game against Clemson where they put up 40 or 47 in two overtimes. But in terms of just their offense around the board against the decent teams, like it's nothing spectacular. It's good. Like it, they're a good team, but like it's nothing just biased. through. JT, what do you think about their offense? I think that's very biased. Their offense uh, – who's, who's offense? Georgia or Notre Dame's? Notre Dame's. Notre Dame's offense can be explosive if they if it's it comes down to – whether Tommy Reese is feeling the play calling or not, um, as far do they have? I mean, can, can I think their their running back is a home run hitter, um, right. and it's it's one of those they chop wood, chop wood. All of a sudden, you look up, it's thirty five to to ten. Um, it's not an ex, it's not like it's not like Oregon back in the day that could just drops drop 70 and it's like in in a, in a blink of an eye but i do believe they have a they on the right day they have a good offense because there's times where the offense doesn't get off the bus um and they and the, the, the biggest issue with with notre dame's offense is finishing drives you look at their yardage in all in all of these games oh you, you think you're just looking at their pure yardage of rush yards pass yards they scored 30 points that game. Every single one of them, you look at the look at their their total yardage, you think they scored 30 points. They just can't they can't put it in the end zone. And that's their biggest issue as far as me. Because if if they can put it in the end zone, Clemson's score at the end of the first quarter makes it 21-7, not 7-3. So it's and really an enigma. I don't I'm I you know, not trying to to be biased with it, but like legitimately like watching this team, sometimes um, I see a great offense and sometimes I see somebody that just that didn't get off the bus. So it's it's my, it's a lot in my point. Questions. My my point with that is is that yes, they could put 45 or 30 plus up against a Pitt, a Georgia Tech, a, a Syracuse, uh whoever, but when they're going up against, you know, the actual teams I don't see you know Notre Dame's offense fully clicking and Ian Book is such a roller coaster yes like he it is what it is like legitimately he could go out like against he, Alabama's defense and somehow drop 28 points out of nowhere I, it's not going to happen but like you, literally it's a coin flip whether you've got a Heisman candidate or you know a D3 wannabe and I, I understand what y'all say about UGA. Like, I, I get it, and you're saying I'm a homer. But UGA post the change to JT Daniels versus UGA before the change 
are like two totally different teams. And to say, and I don't, I don't even think UJ was necessarily bad when they had Stetson Bennett in. They just like, you can't just have a, a walk on QB be your starter. You know what I mean? If you're trying to go to the playoffs, that's why before the season, when what's his name went out, Jamie Newman, and they, you know, they were predicting Dewan Mathis to start. I was like, okay, Florida's going to win the SEC East. Like it's, it's, it's not something that you could just magically make UGA's offense good with somebody who doesn't play. And they still put up points with Stetson Bennett as, you know, QB. But Stetson, yeah. with JT I, Daniels, go ahead. I understand. But even JT Daniels within himself is like super limited. He's like pocket passer supreme. And like against the right team, not saying that it was no day would be Notre Dame, but against the right team that puts pressure on the pocket. I still think that you have the exact same UGA team that you that you've been seeing all season. Just a guy that's more consistent. That's just my opinion. And I don't think he's the savior. I I still think next year he may start as the starting QB, but going into the season, we need to understand that the the freshman coming in is going to be the starter at some point but you know he could complete passes and he could throw over the line of scrimmage that's something you know well i mean i'm just saying let's just remember too that out of the candidates that were that were supposed that notre dame did have the 13th hardest schedule in all of college football this year like and that's according to like the espn f uh fpi so it's like they, they weren't as much as you want to say that they were playing like super trash teams or like they were playing in the ACC. We understand the ACC is garbage, but like they beat like Miami when they were ranked before we found out that Miami was bad. And no, they beat, they beat mean, Louisville. They're not. They, not yeah, they never Louisville, played Miami. Miami. I mean, they yeah, North Carolina. North, North Carolina who went, around, who, who went back and dropped 60 on Miami. Right. So, I mean, it's just like, I think you got to give credit where credit is deserved. Like, I, you can't go back in the past and erase losses because losses do matter. Like, and losses are a determining factor about who is better. Like, you can't say, oh, man, like, we, if we would have had this guy from the beginning, like, we would have we would have been fine. It's like, but you didn't. Like, you still had two losses. You can't be considered. But, like, let's say it from uh, week in to week out. Like, eat, but like, and we all said on here outside of JT, even JT said it. Hell, they were gonna get throttled by by Clemson. Uh, even that was without, my prediction uh, at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Like, go back to when we pro- we projected the whole. I said, Alabama, uh, Notre Dame, and Clemson are gonna play in the ACC championship game, and Clemson's gonna walk all over Notre Dame. I said that in our college our college football. Prediction. Nah, you right, you you right, and I'm just saying it's like, but that's what I mean. It's like you know. The first year they're in a real conference, like they they play everybody that they have in that real conference and they win. Like you can't fault them. Like hell, they're not going to go join the the SEC and not have yeah, a chance. They be stupid. They be stupid if they did that. Right, they're not going to be dumb. Like they're going to join. I mean, the <laughs> they wouldn't go. They would never go to the conference championship, but they wouldn't be at the bottom of the of that conference. The conference isn't a strong. Yeah, they wouldn't be Vanderbilt. Right. They wouldn't be Vandy. They wouldn't be the pack. If you have if a they shot were at in the, the East, if they were in the East, they'd be top five in the East. I mean, they'd be top three in the East. Top three, yeah. 
but y'all don't get me twisted. Like I understand why Notre Dame is in. Like it's clear why they're in. It's just I would I don't want to see it's, it. It's a default. It is a default yeah. situation them being in. I completely agree with that. I, I I you can ask my wife when I we were, we were watching the the selection show. I started screaming at the TV, not happily, when I saw them pop up on the screen. I mean, I, I would like why? Why is the committee doing this? I, I, I don't understand. I mean, it's money, bro. It's about like, money. It's, it's it, about matchups. It's, it's, it's about all that stuff. Um, and honestly, so, if I could, if I could bet that Alabama would double the spread, I would do that. Yeah. I, 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 mean, I would, I'd put a hundred down that Alabama's going to double the spread. I, in my honest opinion, if y'all may not think this, I'm telling the truth now because um, I'm a like I'm an Alabama fan through and through. But like you're just going like, in all honesty, we're going to get 2017, but just in reverse. Like remember when Notre Dame, I mean when Clemson walked all over Notre Dame and got to rest everybody, and yeah. then Alabama had to fight like fight like a really like a, a decently tough game against. Oklahoma and actually had to like, so how is they going to give them that? Is how is they going to give them that? That tough. Here's why I think so. Now you're talking about an 11 game in Clemson team against a very fresh six, like only six Fair. game in Ohio Fair. State. And like, as much as I hate to to say it, Ohio State is good. Like they are. They're they're, they're good. And they're, they're well-rested. They haven't played as many games. They don't have any injuries. And then the Big Ten changed their protocols in order to let them get players back even faster. So now instead of sitting out for three weeks, you sit out for two, two and a half weeks. So they'll have people back before the first game of the playoff. And I just think – I still think Clemson, like, beats them. But I think that it's a, a 10 to a 14-point game then the blowout it would be if they were both playing at the same time. Whereas Alabama is going to, in all honesty, Bryce Young might play in the third quarter, in all honesty. If they go out and they do what they're supposed to do, like Bryce Young literally might be playing in the third quarter. Uh, Y'all see who is going to be like the next guy at Notre Dame when Ian Book is gone? Who is that? Dude is a white boy, 5'10", from Connecticut. Have fun with that. Like, <laughs> what? I mean, Ian Book ain't that special either. So, y'all should be used to it by now. He's more special than any of the quarterbacks you got right now. This is very uh, true. I beg to differ. Nah, no, no. The, he the, may be the, more the talented rain, the, on the The run. one thing that we can all say is that Bryce Young is better than any one of your full quarterback mm-hmm. prospects. Of UGS four quarterback prospects, Lamores. Are we including? Are, have you seen? Have you seen Bryce Young? Lamores. Have you seen Bryce? I just want to know. Have you seen Bryce Young? I have. Have seen you seen Bryce, Bryce Young? Young? Yes, solo. I have seen him. And you're gonna sit there and tell me that somebody that UGA has is better than Bryce Young? Yes. You're in, in, okay. We're not even gonna get into this. Anyways, I'm not, thank you. Change uh, the subject. Thank you. How many plays does Mac Jones actually get in the, in the Notre Dame game? <laughs> Twenty. Well, 
I'll be I'll be nicer than that. Third is it going to be like a preseason football uh, NFL game where he plays like the first two drives and then <laughs> they sit him the rest of the game? It, it, boy, it might be. Why are you playing? I'm just I'm telling you. And I, I wouldn't mind watching it because now you get to see like uh, imagine the glimpses that you saw from from Bryce. Like he looks like the perfect mesh between Jalen and, and Mac Jones, like a guy that can use his legs, but he's already the he's already a pre-made passer. Like it's going to be fun times in Tuscaloosa. It's gonna be some really fun times. They don't they don't rebuild. They just reload. It's, it's... Put them bullets in the gun and keep shooting. I love that. I forgot what the report was, but they were saying um, Alabama only has thirteen like three stars on their roster total um, compared to, I think it was the average of 30 uh, for every other team that's in the playoffs right now. So you're looking at like a team that has literally nothing but five and four stars on the depth chart going up against. It's easy to recruit when you walk in, Saban drops all all of his rings on the tables and say, you want one? I guarantee You'll have at least <laughs> like, I, like I guarantee you that you'll win at least one if you stay with me for four years. Like that's the best recruiting pitch in the freaking free world. It's like, so I'm gonna win at least one. I can say I'm a, a national champion. It's like Gino Oriema up in Connecticut. He just he just walks in and just sits down, does the Bill Russell, <laughs> just says. What's up? Like I like I would just be like, which one do you want me to wear today? Like you know, three peat. This is my four peat ring. You know, this is the one, the first one. This is the one when I had the best female basketball of all time, female player of all time. When I had the second best female player of all time. When I had the third best female player of all time. It's like, it's like it's it, it's it's whatever. Like yeah, yeah. Not even this is exactly why I said. Uh, like the only thing that can mess it up, Steve Sarkeesian. If you go to Auburn, I will, I will, I will kill you. He apparently removed his name from uh, <laughs> the you, list Jesus. of candidates. See, I don't think us. Sarkeesian is that great of an offensive play caller. Honestly, he's good. He's really good. But also, when you've got that many weapons. Like I could walk out there and and call the half decent game for, for for that for that that starting eleven. Hell, give me this give me the, the 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 third stringers. I could I could I can score 30 points on somebody. I get it. I'm just saying, like, you know, Sark is an innovative mind. Like he's the closest thing to Lane Kiffin that we're ever going to get again. Like, you know. Sark can, you know, bring out the best in not only the quarterback, but in also everybody around him. That's why I like Lane Kiffin so much. The only thing that the reason why we were so struggle wise, or I don't think that Tua even gets on the field if Lane Kiffin stays. I think Jalen stays the starter the entire time because I feel like Lane Kiffin does a better job than, uh, what's his name, then Sark in the championship game and, you know, exploits more weaknesses. That's just my opinion. No, I I, I definitely – I mean, Lane Kiffin 
can, can call some football. That's 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 clear and obvious. Um, if he can maybe get you know a decent roster, but then again, he's at Ole Miss, so good luck with that. I mean, it's that's his own fault. Like, this so, uh, I wanted to get y'all's uh, thoughts on who's going to win the Heisman this year. That guy, Devontae. Yeah. Not Najee Harris. No. Not Harris doesn't have no resume. He doesn't. Like, yeah. it, it, like, man, like, think about this though. I want y'all to really think about this. The four finalists is <laughs> is three Alabama players, and then Trevor Lawrence. It's like, and I think Trevor Lawrence played himself out of it. The fact that he missed a couple games this season. Oh yeah, nah. They, like, there's no way you can't reward Ohio State and Trevor Lawrence. Like, you got you to choose one of the two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do we think that it's going to be a close game between Alabama and Clemson in the championship game? Yes. Not really. Oh no! Y'all stop! Don't do that! Don't do that! I mean, it's not going to be when not going to be a Notre Dame game, but I mean, I still have Alabama winning by at least twenty. I, that's, I, I'll go fourteen. I'd go 14 with that. Y'all are really nice. I'm going to go we win by eight. Well, of course. Other, if, if you say any more than that, you make it seem like you're a homer like, you know, other people in this podcast. That's very true. You, know, you don't want to be seen as a homer. Crickets. 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 I said what I said, and uh, yes. I don't care about the court of public opinion. If you want to call me a homer, uh, hit me up on Twitter, and I'll talk you straight out of your mentions and get you off of my Twitter. So go ahead. Yeah, call all, me a homer. all five of our, our listeners. Yes, I, right. All five of our listeners worried about that? Yeah, okay. Well, more, that, sounds right. like something, that sounds like something Jack Hale would do. I'm going to need you to um, simmer down <laughs> Anyways, Jack Hell cost you a job. Did, didn't didn't Jack Hell cost you a job? Then he cost you. I'm number one in the state right now. It looks like I made the right decision. He's on his 14th year of medical school. <laughs> I win. I'm pretty sure All he right. did on that job when he took the flight attendant uh, position. But we're we're not talking about that. Before um, we close out, okay, I want to run something by y'all. Just get get your thoughts on it. So can we agree that basically every group of five team has no path to the college football playoff if nobody it's got It's obvious it now. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah it's all, it's all, Cincinnati's not going to get in. Or New Year's Six Bowl. That's it. And only two of them are that. How about we pair up the group of five teams or the group of five conferences with Power Five conferences? And one game a year, this is your – quote unquote, out of conference game that, you know, everybody schedules, you play a group of five teams. So the SEC could pair up with the Sun Belt one year. And then that year, let's say uh, South Al, aren't they in the Sun Belt? I think so. They play play Alabama that one year. And then they rotate through all the SEC schools. And they just have at least, at least one game that all the group of five teams compare up against a legitimate power five and they don't have to play like a contender but if you see Cincinnati against uh Tennessee or somebody at least that's something 
concrete to go off of versus. Yeah, but I mean, Liberty beat had three games this year against Power Five teams. They won right. two of them, and they their only loss of the season was one loss to a Power Five team. But they lost ranked, so I, I don't think that's going to help. I but like, I mean, I'm just saying they. they I, lost I like regardless. the idea, but it's not going to help. But but they lost, so if they if they lose, but they, they beat say they two won. other at Power Five teams. They beat two, but but when they lose, they that takes their name out of it because the rest of their schedule by by college football playoff theory, the rest yeah. of their schedule doesn't matter. But that's so what when I'm saying. they so lost, one so one game is not going to help them. I think it's if Cincinnati went and beat someone like Ohio State, do you think they would have made it in this year as an undefeated? Yeah. Of course, yes. So that one game could potentially help. But you're, but if, you're talking about them beating Tennessee. You just talk reference them beating Tennessee. Right. Well, I, beating I'm Tennessee saying, is not going to help your case. But but here's the thing. So how many uh, group of five teams play power five this year? What do you mean? Like, just in general, how many – do you think majority of the group of five teams play power five teams to where we can kind of baseline how good this group of five team is? The only one that really had a, a power five schedule was, was Liberty. Right. And so they, they, they held every, their own. They didn't even get right, they, their one loss. Right. So we understand that Liberty at this point is a solid team compared yes. to power we five. that. We right. see that, but the college football playoff committee doesn't uh, see that. But, but that's now. Now we spread that across the board to everybody. So the the teams that are like Cincinnati, Coastal Carolina, even BYU to an extent, um, Liberty, they have since they have a game on their schedule that they could baseline it to. So even if they don't play anybody that's top tier, but they have something to baseline it to and they could baseline their opponents to these to people, we could kind of range how good they are. And I'm not saying this is a, a fix, a total fix to get them in, but at least it's something that gives them a path to make it versus – I'll okay, give you, you don't that. Play. I like the idea. It's just I, – I, I just see it with Liberty this year. Like, okay, they, they beat two Power 5 teams and they couldn't even be ranked, you know – and so I'm like, what is it really going to help them in the long run? But it might. Now, uh, before we get out of here and get to our petty moment of the week, uh, we're going to you – know, it is the, the holiday season. So I know what the number one thing Solomon wants for Christmas. Five. Oh. Uh, what besides that, in the terms of athletics, do we want for Christmas? One damn state championship. I care less about anything else. I don't care. Just want state championship. I just want a state championship so I can retire in peace and they can leave me alone. I can say that I won a state championship. I'm a state championship coach and then I'm done. That's all I want. That's all I want. If I can get that, I'll be happy. I'll ride off into the sunset, become a principal, and be miserable for the next 40 years. What you got, Lamorse? 
Oh, I, I just want Georgia to beat Cincy. Uh, I'm good where I'm at because I've, I've got a PlayStation on the way. Got my Xbox. <laughs> we're, we're living life golden. And Never we just got else. superpowers today. Yeah, black people right got solo. superpowers. Yep. Sorry, JT. We'll get you there next year. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, we just put shutters on the house. So, you know, that was our, our big Christmas present to each other. I built them, painted them, and hung them up today. So, them shutters is probably crooked as hell. Then, no, they look, they look, they look real good. They do. Not gonna lie. Also, yeah, when they when you go like this, funny, <laughs> funny. funny. <laughs> Anyways, it's all my, my my Christmas wish is for for at least to be a ball game at halftime. I mean, I, I mean, blow them out by forty by the end of the game, but but. But at least, at least you know, somewhat competitive by halftime. You know, make, no ten points. You get no mercy. <laughs> Your chances. I'm not are... asking for. I ask for no mercy. I ask for no quarter. I want my. I want them to put on a good show for once. That's awesome. I'm gonna tell you exactly what's gonna happen. Manti Tail's girlfriend is gonna show up and she's gonna help y'all win the game. Oh man, the fact that that dude got catfished is still so very oh. funny. But but I'll show some some love to uh to Lamoris's team here. Boo, dogs, sick them. <laughs> I got that action. Isn't it fun? Oh, Have facility. you ever seen a team blow any more championship games? Like y'all y'all Georgia teams, like y'all. <sighs> Y'all know how to y'all know how to get a lead, make everybody think that y'all are good, and then blow it right there. Moment. That's my petty moment. The uh, the the guy that does the halftime show for the Fox Sports games, literally said, "Hey, I'm from Alabama. I'm from I'm from Georgia. We're just we're just hoping that this is another. They don't get up twenty eight to three before this game is over." What they were really doing, they were tanking, and um. JT, I guess before or at third quarter when you text us, you actually expected us to win. No, 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 no. Completely. That was literally a petty text. <laughs> that was legit a petty text. I, I, literally, I said, that's why I specified with, uh, what, what did I say there? What did I say? Playing too well, too well through three quarters. Yeah, we, we, we've got a tone it back down we're tanking right now we, we need to lose the rest of these two games hey right now we're in the five spot. found a way to screw up tanking <laughs> i guess they don't want trevor they saw how you played in the uh acc championship and they're going to go off yeah. their, uh I, I don't know who you can justin fields he played worse than trevor <laughs> <laughs> justin fields is the future of the jets i i could see the jets Pulling up Bears and still picking, even if they somehow had to put the first pick, still picking Justin Fields because they overthink it. That's crazy. Nah. Justin Fields has the same, Duval. the same issues that he had at UGA. That same issues that he had when he was in high school. Shouts out to Harrison High School. Yeah, shouts out to Georgia. Harrison High School. Uh, but yeah, no. Nah. Petty moment of the week. What's up? Petty moment of the week for me 
Lonzo Ball has announced that he will not sign his player extension uh, off of his rookie contract, stating that he is worth more than what the Pelicans are paying are paying him. Hey, if you were Lamelo, I probably would be like, okay, that's fine. Okay, if you do that, because Lamelo seems like he's going to be the best one out of all three of them. But dog, I think I got a better chance of walking to my principal's office and asking for a raise. Than I don't know if if you look at who got signed today and the money they made. Luke Kennard made, I think, what he made sixty four mil um, today. Uh, what's his name? The little Luke bus Kennard. that's in. Luke Kennard I mean, is actually a good guy. He's a good player. He's worth sixty-four million. All he can do is shoot threes. Okay, that's, that's, that, that's it. That's worth sixty-four million dollars. I think uh, Kawhi is considering not signing his player option too. I hope he doesn't. Okay, where is he, he going to go? LA. Where is he going to go? That's all I want to know. Where is he going to go? Come to New York. Come here. Or just toxic correct environment. Your, <laughs> correct, correct your mistakes, and then come back to the Lakers. We'll welcome you with open <laughs> arms. You're sorry anyway. We will allow you to be in the starting lineup and be in the presence of his greatness and the upcoming best player in the league in Anthony Davis. Yeah, that's not happening. Um, <laughs> but anyways, my uh, petty moment of the week. Jalen Bronson and uh, Luka Doncic made a jersey, or not made a jersey, but they made a bet uh, over FIFA, and the winner had to wear a specific jersey. Well, Luka won the bet, and he made Jalen Bronson wear a Cowboys jersey that said Luka's son on it and walk around. You know, that's... That's a power move. Shout out to Luca. Um, I would have been if I ever had to cut up the jersey and walk around with it all cut up. <laughs> can we can we point out the fact that Markel Fultz just signed a three year, fifty million dollar extension? Mm-hmm. How they must just be handing that's, out money in the NBA? I need to go. I was, look, I need my arm. My look, my jump shot still it's still hit. You know what I'm saying? If y'all just want to hand out chicks, I mean, damn, give me a try. Everybody that got signed today got signed for way more money than they actually deserved. And I know uh, Kuzma is punching air right now. He signed, uh, I think, a three-year deal three year for 40, 40. mil. Um, if he would have waited one more day, he probably could have tacked on an extra 10 to 20 mil to his contract comparative to everyone else. But just think about that. Markel folks is getting that in a in a state with no income tax. So he's going to see like 40 to 42 oh, yeah. million of that. Yeah. Where, whereas Kuz is only going to see like 28 of his well, 40. here's the thing though, you know that uh you it's it's not just where you yeah, it's based on where you play. Play so if, when he goes to New yeah. York and plays a, a game in New York, he gets oh, a hell no. Hey, check suspend, suspend me for them games. Suspend <laughs> me for all the New York games. Suspend me. Suspend, suspend me for LA games. 
and suspend me for California games because that's just tragic. Every other state I'll play in. Well, I ain't making no money, no way. And Houston are the uh, Florida, Tennessee, and Texas. That's where you want to play your yeah. ball. All, all, only those states. Think about how happy the uh, the Raptors are, because now you ain't got to you ain't got to pay Canada taxes, and you not getting tax the tax for income, bro. Well, you still got the, the federal Raptors. income tax. So but, federal. I, I get that, but what I'm saying is, it's like you get taxed twice, so you get U.S. taxes. Yeah. And you get Canadian taxes. Now you only get in federal, federal income tax. There's How no many of them are going to get COVID now because they're playing in Florida? <laughs> Not in Shit. I, look, <laughs> I get COVID and, and get my money. Shit. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you have a lot of guys on the bench. <laughs> I, I'll be on the bench, bro. Be like, hey. Uh, is, is, this your, uh, is, this, is this your official offer to them? Hey, when, when, when all 15 go down, Bro, just sign me, bro. Like, legit. I'm good. Like, their ass. And the NBA level, I am good for at least. I'm good for five points in 32 minutes. I play for 32 minutes. I'm going to play some hard-ass defense, and I'm good for five points. LeVar, LeVar, calm down. I'm good for five points. Bro, five points? <laughs> bro, that's bro, that's a three? Solo, you're going to be layup. the shortest player in the NBA, and you're saying you're good for five points? Bro, I'm good for five points a game, bro. No cap. I'm good for five points. That's if Luke Kennard can right. hit a damn – if Luke Kennard can hit a three-pointer off the down screen, shit, I can too. I'm going to come off that bitch, hoist that hoe up, make it like – so. All right. With that, let's just get to our final thoughts. Start us off, JT. I was all started – okay. Well, I want to say – Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everybody out there. Hope you get everything you want. Get to spend special time with your family, but not get too close with them. Because we don't need to have a close Christmas, a COVID Christmas, and an ICU St. Patrick's Day or Valentine's Day. So be safe. Be smart. We love y'all. But nah, final thoughts. Um, LeBron is still the goat. LeBron is still the goat. Um, Forget everybody else. Have a Merry Christmas. The PS5 is gas. If you don't have one, go get one. Um, And then above all else, okay, if it smells like a duck and it looks like a duck, it more than likely is going to be a lady with the STD. So, boys, wrap it up. Stay safe. Holidays. Merry Christmas. As as Coach Dean used to say, if she's there when the lights come on, there's a reason. <laughs> it's undefeated. <laughs> Shouts out to Coach Dean. Talking about D2 Coach of the Year again. What's happening? Yeah. I love Brody. He was a good guy. Yeah. Valdosta alum coaching in the coaching Collins Hill right now. Uh, you, Who is that? Uh, <sighs> Billa. 
He was there. No idea. Hey man, he he let he graduated right before you came in. Came in when you came in. What you? Oh, you talking about? Oh, before I came on the team. I, I said we came in at the yeah. same time. We, he he graduated before you started working for the team. Gotcha. Big lineman. He ended up. He got drafted by uh, the Panthers and didn't play at all because he had back issues. But got his money. So you know, shouts out to that. Is Schrader still playing? No, Schrader got no. cut uh, two years ago. But he played in the Super Bowl, so I mean, granted, he's the one that got beat on that first and ten, you know, in the late in the third quarter that started the whole comeback for the page. Yeah, he got he got he's the one that got beaten. Matt Ryan got sacked, but you know that's you know. And we all, I'm sorry, and this is probably really petty, but just to relive <laughs> that moment, just to relive that, like I know Lamar's had it had to be like the SEC title game from like. Three years ago, where Georgia is like, okay, we finally got it. We finally made it over the point. I mean, over the hump. And you still find a way. You find, still find a way to fuck it. Much love, Georgia teams. Much love. All right. Lamar, let's get to your final thoughts before we get out of here. We keep we keep it real. My apologies. Um, Georgia should be in the playoff. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for Mountain Brook to um, win state this year. Um, That's cool. They're in 6A. Shout out. Very nice. Shout out. <laughs> very nice. Shout out very to, nice. They're uh, in 6A. Shout out to the Braves for not changing their name. I hope y'all don't change your name. Um, only because that's a whole lot of jerseys I'm going to have to get rid of and change. Uh, but don't change your name. Outside of that, I hope everybody has a great Christmas. Um, what team Don't, is yeah. changing their name now? I forgot what, who it was. Cleveland. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, that one you kind of have to change. Yeah. 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 Like the Braves, the Chiefs, like those, those are you know. Not I could see the, I could see the Chiefs changing their name before I see the Braves. Yeah. But, you know. But also, like the Chiefs are, don't use any sort of like, like. The name itself isn't a bad name, and they also they don't have any sort of logo that is stereotypical either. They're literally just the arrow. Okay, yeah. Now, yeah, the Cleveland Indians have a real racial. Yeah, that one's bad. That's bad. That's really bad. And then if you go back and watch Major League and you see all the things that they do in the stands and the graphics they had on their their jumbotrons, it's like, yeah, this is this is this is yeah, no, not okay. Anyways, yeah. Outside of that, I hope everybody has a wonderful Christmas. Um, be a hoe, go out there, live your best life. Especially if you're single, you know. Hit okay. solo up on his DMs because he's a hoe too. I am not. I am happily married. I do not cheat. My wife castrates people. And with that, uh, we will see y'all in the new year. We're going to take a little bit of a break. Uh, we'll spend time and spend time away from each other, for sure. Uh, so we love each other. Take each other in doses. Uh, Reach. Indeed, in doses. Indeed.
Stay safe. Uh, don't do anything that I would do. So, so don't go get a keg for my kegerator and drink myself into a stupor every day for the next four days. Cool. Well, I say next three days because I have a game tomorrow. I don't. So I don't I drink that much anymore because it's expensive, and I don't have the money to do that anymore. So you know, it's not expensive to go get a keg. Like well, I don't have a kegerator, so like I have to go buy the kegerator. Do you have a fridge that yeah, you're not using? No, I don't have a fridge that I'm not using. You don't have a fridge outside? No. Okay, I'm gonna tell you how to get a free fridge. This is how I got my kegerator made. Legitimately, buy a refrigerator from Home Depot. They'll send you over a temporary. Okay, cancel the order for the fridge. Okay. And then they never come back to pick up the temporary and you get a free fridge out of that. That fridge that we have out there literally got delivered to us. Our new fridge came. They never came to pick up the temp. So we just had a free fridge. Interesting. Interesting. 